0: Hello, I'm Rami, And I'm Beth. And this is Brother Nurse Quest, the podcast where I, your host, introduce my sister to the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing games. Beth, do you know what we're talking about? No. Okay. We're talking about this. It's another very short one, but I don't have much choice in it. It's a tiny book.
1: Oh, it is. It's really small. Yeah. Tiny gods. I thought it said goose at first.
0: (laughs) It would be even cooler. It's another one written by Alan Barr. Barr? Published by- Barr? Barr. Perhaps. Yeah, I think it is bar. I used to watch a YouTube video about this occasionally, and I think that's how they said it now. Um, It's published in 2018 by Galleon Night Games. I think all of these will be published by Galleon Night Games. How many pages is it? I believe Table of Contents goes to page 44. 53, 55. Okay, so 44 starts the enemies list, and I'm sure the rest of that is just like a couple of blank pages or credits, and then the uh, rest. Credit pictures. Yeah. Again, you have how to play starting at six, and you get some optional rules below that, as well as how it works, adding the fact that you are a god into this game. Uh, then you have setting creation, which goes from 23 to 25, uh, demigod creation, which goes from 31 to 35, and then you get game master stuff 40 to 44 and up into the 50s, where you were talking about.
1: The art is really good.
0: I know. This would probably help to have Tiny Dungeon along with it because I'm sure Tiny Dungeon has a lot of crossover, if you know what I mean, seeing as it's a fantasy game. There's a real interesting, to make it work like a god, a lot of games where you play as demigods or gods have this kind of setting or or this feature. It has something called conviction. Other games call it different things, but it's a unique resource only demigods get. You get one D3 conviction at the start of every morning, and you can spend one point of that to automatically slay a single foe or a large group of weak foes, like a single dragon or a squad of city guards. Um, It cannot be used against other demigods. Um, You can also use it to perform an amazing physical feat, run across water, leap across a city block, stuff like that. Um, Instantly gain the full attention of all who can hear and see you. Uh, You can also glow like a bonfire. Um, You can pronounce doom upon a foe, which basically curses them. like
1: Genocide.
0: As in cursing. I guess you can make it into a genocide. No, there's
1: actual genocide.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, You could also enact a feat of godly magic, recover 2d3 hit points, um, whatever else your GM might decide to let you do. And if, other than gaining 1d3 conviction every morning, you can get a reap conviction option. When mortals see you spend conviction on a godly feat, um, which is basically any act that costs conviction. Uh, you may make a save test at disadvantage. If successful, they gain 1d2 conviction immediately. So here's a good way to, is like being you're having your faithful nearby gains you some influence. Which I like that feature in a game about demigods. If you don't know much about what we're talking about, I should also say, go back and listen to the first one called Tiny Dungeon a few episodes back. It will uh, explain more about how the game is played. But I try not to go into that every time. Gods have four attributes like creation, destruction, war, and inspire. Creation, uh, well, it is used for creating landscapes, races, natural terrain features, uh, sorry, natural terrain features, and other demigods. Um, destruction is used for sending plague, natural disasters, and catastrophes upon the world. The genocide. Uh, yes. War is used for leading the races, people, and elements of the world against each other. Inspire is used to inspire lesser beings to do great deeds yeah Um, all gods rate their attributes as followed two uh, attributes at mythic one attribute at mighty and one attribute at strong Uh, you have advantage on anything it's a mythic rank mighty you have a normal test and strong you have disadvantage so 1d6 for that one gods also gain two divine Uh, distinction that uh, influence their roles these should be broad and powerful descriptors like father of dragons avatar of justice and anytime it can be applied to a role the role gains a focus automatically again listen to the other one to understand this when you create a setting in this game i ain't going to go into much in the setting like i said it's going to be a short episode because this is a game of creation before you start playing the actual game you have the first epoch Only actions involving creation and destruction may take place here. And I'll go around the table. Everybody chooses something. It has more detail about each one later on, but we won't go into too much of that. Um, During phase, or during the second epoch, you have only creation and inspire. So that's when the world is being kind of built up by the races that you are just being born and creating in this time. And during uh, the third epoch, only creation, war, and inspire actions can be taken. And during the fourth epoch, only war, inspire, and destruction can be taken. And during the fifth epoch, war and destruction actions may be taken. So it's kind of like the changing of the eras or the end of the world, since you are gods, I guess. And of course, it goes into more detail about each phase. As that chapter goes on, you kind of get the idea. You are creating the world as you uh, move along. And destruction, for instance, you can destroy a race, destroy a civilization, destroy an organization, destroy a subrace destroy terrain or features in the war when you can probe you may attack kind of one civilization or organization you can attack them directly uh campaign genocide yeah you're right there's genocide destroy a demigod destroy a god inspire inspire organizations and stuff like that for creating your demigod in general you need to select divinity from a divinity list and then select three unique traits from the trait list which are very similar to the ones we have so i don't think i'll have them as well you just like I said, go and listen to the first Tiny Dungeon thing. A lot of those traits, just imagine them on a grander scale. Select a weapon group to be proficient with. Select a binding. Select a belief. And uh, determine your conviction. And the divinity list goes down as in creation. You start with 10 hit points and you will have the trait creative. You can recover conviction when a mortal near them succeeds. An act of great creation themselves. Farming, uh, art, stuff like that. A war tend to be violent and tactical, uh, if you choose that as your divinity. You have 12 hit points, and you recover a conviction when an act of tactical brilliance, violence, or strategic cunning occurs near you. And destruction. Well, they're enamored with the ending of things, as the book says, death, decay, and sadness. I kind of like that one just because you can have it under the death domain. You have 11 hit points and destruction as well. As your trait, when something of significance ends near you, of permanence, which means it's gone for good, obviously, you recover a point of conviction. Inspiration is a cool one. I see it as more a support divinity, if you want to choose that one. They live to see others succeed. <laughs> Literally support. You have 10 hit points. When someone or something occurs that requires significant ins- a significant inspiration, you recover a point of conviction. Now, is there anything in that book that you particularly like when you see it? Genocide. Oh, good Lord.
1: Um, no, I don't like genocide. It's
0: just it's that one.
1: Inter- when- I don't recall ever seeing before.
0: Well, yeah. um, I don't think a lot of the godly tabletop role-playing games cover that, but it is part of what gods do, so.
1: Yeah, true.
0: They usually just kind of cover that with the destruction one, I believe, or death domain. I've got a lot of books where you play as gods. We've got this one. we got uh, God-bound, God's forsaken or God-forsaken, and uh, I know God-forsaken is another one. Gods of the Fall, that's what I was thinking of. This one or here, if you want to hop into something simple and fun, kind of jump in it. I will also say that if you want more rules in your Tiny Dungeon and, well, Tiny Gods also, there's a game, an add-on called Ti- Advanced Tiny Dungeon, which adds more long-term campaign options, a little bit more crunch, adds normal armor class, armor class stuff to it. It's kind of useful if you want to go into things like that. I have it, but uh, I haven't covered it yet. I'll look into it and see if it's worth mentioning, but it's kind of it just adds more crunch to a game that's already very easy to run, so it can't be too bad if you want that kind of thing. It, it it's a take on like um, advanced Dungeons and Dragons, but made it much much simpler because of, well, it's tiny D six.
1: It, it this one's really tiny, yeah. but the art is better than the past few that I can recall anyway.
0: What is the enemies are they I didn't even look at them because I it's know you like It's pretty them.
1: much the same basic ones of the past couple we've talked about like giant spider um zombies uh, unicorn
0: yeah. unicorn that's a
1: They have the tulip the giant tulip as well.
0: Ah uh, again.
1: Um spiderling
0: little spiders. Oh. What is that going to do against a god?
1: <laughs> it's the size of a house cat. They hatch from large clutches of eggs then when disturbed and swarm their enemies, they're squishy and easily killed, but they have been known to overrun adventures through sheer numbers. So, so I guess they get together and
0: I mean, even then, you, other you things. have a hundred of them coming at you out of a pod that exploded nearby or something. You spend one conviction and they all die because of your yeah. <laughs> divinity.
1: And then they got Kraken, Dragon, a
0: lion dragon, a What?
1: Uh, powerful lion headed humanoids. Lion can are a noble and regal. Yeah, regal. Regal yeah. species known for their nomadic lifestyle on the plains and steppers of the worlds. That sounds... Their beast speaker and charismatic as their traits.
0: There's, um, there's okay. a D&D creature uh, taken from, I think, real mythology that has... Um, I say real mythology like it's a thing, but uh, actual mythology from our world.
1: Griffins. In Griffins. Which apparently can be tamed and aid in adventures
0: um griffins yeah i'm reading a light novel about
1: giant snake
0: a man who's a chimera knight he trains chimeras i think it's called the series is called ether collapse by the way if you're interested in something like that
1: uh draco lich it's a massive undead dragon fueled by unholy energy and dark magics
0: yeah, a lot of times dragons the evil ones don't want to Die even after their thousands of years of life, so they will start embracing dark magic. Well, after that of,
1: long of living, I'd probably be too terrified of dying. To, well, then again, I'd probably be like, I'm tired of this shit. Take me the fuck out. That's
0: how <laughs> a lot of the good dragons in the ND are. They just ready to pass on their stuff to other people and, and then creatures. You,
1: they have your regular cults and leaders and cultists.
0: Well, those are useful in a game about demigods. Uh, anybody who is not of your religion is a cult. <laughs> 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 uh, more cultists are here. <laughs> you ever watch a show an anime called kunasuba no okay well it i would play you could have a whole party of people like the main character this dude got to pick when he passed away um, as goddess was going to send him to um, a neighboring world to help them with, as, a, as a hero to destroy a demon lord which happens a lot in anime either that or they are reborn as the demon lord but he was reborn as a hero and he got to pick one thing to be very good at, or get like a special weapon. She said, "Anything you see before you, you could take with you." And she just made fun of him all the time because he he died. Thinking a tractor was running him over. <laughs> ha ha, but it was going died. so slow it wouldn't even hit him. Um, and her name was Aqua, the goddess Aqua. And that's pretty. Yeah, and she was just a, a goddess at, of water. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. was just having a great time. She was a greater deity in this world of goddesses that she come from. So, uh, she was helping one of her subordinates out by sending a hero to her world mm-hmm. and um, and in the end uh, he ended up picking her as the thing he took with him oh. and she's like no you can't do this and her subordinate said oh I'll look after your duties for you Lady Aqua and send her back and mm-hmm. so when she gets there most of the hurt world that world she's on is people who worship her underling because it's her underling's world but th- there is a small cult to Aqua on the on the planet and um, she has taught them to spread rumors that her underling pads are bra and all kinds of oh. <laughs> You should look it up. Kunasuba. I have a tabletop role-playing game about it. I might actually cover that one day. Um, yeah. It's it's a fun little anime. And it's an, it makes me think I'd like to play in that world as a bunch of deities, you know, kind of like this book here. <laughs> Um, Or you could just play a god of destruction. <laughs> Death and decay and sadness. The real edge lord. That's another good fun thing to do. Aqua's real nice though. She has a goddess of water. She has a little spell she, she spent a lot of points on called nature's beauty and it's completely useless but all it does is make water sparkle out of fans she holds in her hand, and then have rainbows and everything so she gets real drunk at parties and says nature's beauty. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty much useless. She has, All her stats are maxed except for her um, I think intelligence stat because <laughs> she's oh. a goddess <laughs> yeah and I don't know I'll send you a link to it and see if you like it I think it's hilarious uh, but no I have nothing to say about this book other than the fact it's fun if you want to try Tiny Dungeon I'd recommend getting Tiny Gods as well especially if you want to level up your using optional rules level up your Tiny Dungeon character to the fact that they, to they become demigods that can happen. You can seem a lot like a demigod when you're playing fantasy role-playing games, and you get high level, you come across as godlike. Uh, like in D and D, you can cast a wish spell and just wish for things and the reality to change.
1: Mm.
0: Well, that must be nice. But this game starts off with you basically building reality. Hmm. Um, I'm glad they put a a whole section in the book about that. A lot of them just kind of start off with a pre-built world or pre- pre-built setting. This is a book about building your own setting and your own world and throwing yourselves as the creators into it.
1: So, kind of like that computer game you used to have.
0: Um, black and White. Hmm. You were playing as a deity, yes. Um, that was a good one. I I think that's that's says something about my personality that I enjoy playing who doesn't want to play as a god though. Yeah, really? but you
1: also got your animal and you could get your animal to attack the humans.
0: You could do that. You could set up to be a bad god in that black and white game or you can set up to be a good god. Uh if you chose bad god, you had like torture pits and everything and your divine creature that you picked could uh just use humans in your world as a plaything. Yeah. Now that that was a that was mean, but it also made you more useful as a god of destruction to get revenge about the, on the people who uh, the Aztecs, I believe, were attacking your civilization in the very beginning of the game, and you you were out to stop them. Nothing against the Aztec people. I don't know why the game chose them to be the invaders of the Greece island, the Greek islands. That's where I, that's what it pretty much seemed like. You were a Greek god, and somehow the Aztecs invaded. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Well. Uh, sorry, I should say now, I apologize for missing a week. My sister's wisdom teeth were giving her trouble, she said. I don't know if it's true. She could have just been playing hooky. And, um, uh,
1: my wisdom tooth, I actually don't think it's a wisdom tooth. I think I have an infection.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd kill you. That used to kill a lot of people. <laughs>
1: no, there's like this big, it's either that or a tumor. It's like growing over my other back tooth, but I. T- touched it and poked it and moved it around and was able to lift the piece of skin uh-huh,
0: that's a wisdom tooth coming in beth
1: but it's not hard
0: no it will be under it it's the tooth pushing the skin up and over
1: oh yeah i hurt like hell
0: yeah it's just basically a tooth breaking skin and it will start to move your and then i
1: looked it up and it said that i was supposed to be younger to have wisdom teeth come in and i had some come in before and it was also extremely painful okay. but
0: you could have just had one layer come in and forgot that there's another one's coming in soon. The bottoms or something, they don't always come in at the same time.
1: Well, that's just stupid.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. It's not hard to get them removed. Just they break your jawbone and then rip them out. Um, but yeah, sorry for missing a week. Her her horrific history and hauntings podcast went up as normal because we record two at a time. We try to. Um, but it has put us behind on everything a little bit at the moment. We're trying to catch up today. Anyway, I'll leave a link to this in the description. And if you like it, it'll be a RPG affiliate link. You can get the physical and PDF version of the book there. It really isn't an affiliate link. It's more like a, it's kind of like an affiliate link. It, if you buy something, it won't charge you anymore, but it will give us store credit to buy more stuff to talk about. That's how our program, project, or links work from this site. Uh, It's print-on-demand you buy it they will print it send it to you takes a little bit longer unless you want to pay extra but we don't i just wait a week or so or just get the pdf whatever a lot of times you get the pdf for the same price uh you get the pdf and the print version for the same price as just getting the print version so that's pretty nice um i guess that's all Uh, if you like what you heard here we're part of the gruesome gaming group podcast podcast network we will uh have a link in the description it's a link tree to take you to all of our socials and the top link on that link tree will be our website for all of our podcasts you can click on it and have a list of all our shows and um you can subscribe through there or follow us on the socials and message us tell us what you like there'll be emails below that as well you can email us and let us know what you think what you'd like to hear or maybe more Just ideas, that's nice. Leave a review, leave a like if you're on YouTube, follow us. And I guess that's it. Thank you for listening. I've been... Oh, Beth, would you play this? Hmm? Would you play this? I forgot to even ask that.
1: Oh, well, I mean, it looks simple enough. Yeah. Especially if you have the other parts we've been talking about the past few weeks.
0: If I'd have known the they would go so quickly like this, I would have bundled a bunch in one. And that would
1: have made sense.
0: I didn't know that. But then
1: it might have been confusing.
0: It would have been. I could have put all the fantasy ones in one grouping because they're like the pirate one and this one Mm -hmm. and the tiny dungeon. That would have been a nice. But as it is, I can't talk about any of the traits or cool world building stuff because half of them don't have. (laughs) They have them, but they're all the same as the previous one. Uh, It's basically just a theme change. But again, I've been Raimi. Thank you for listening. And I'm Beth. Bye bye.